Welcome to my surgery. I am Dan, life coach. As one of the UK's top unqualified, uninsured and unrecommended advisors, I'm here to help you. Many people face a myriad of problems in everyday life. Some can seem overwhelming, some can seem frightening and others can be seen as being utterly stupid. In every episode of Dan, life coach, I will select problems that listeners face and with the help of a select panel of people that were available on a particular night, We will solve your problems. The Life Coach is in. Welcome once again to my surgery and with me I'm lucky enough to have the company once again of Mark, our helicopter repairman. Hello Daniel, how are you? I'm fine, thank you very much. Glad you could make it again. I'm surprised that you got asked though. Thank you for inviting me. (laughs) And also accompanying Mark, we've got Jess, our sexy scientist. Hi Dan. Hi. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. Fantastic. Good. So happy to see you here. And you Mark as well. Yeah, cheers Dan. Right, last week, our last time in the surgery, we dealt with uh, many problems, I think extremely satisfactorily. We also posed a problem for our listeners to tackle themselves, with the added benefit of a prize to one selected at random, or the best answer. Best answer. Best answer. Um, We had a massive mailbox full of answers, and we did say there was a prize, although at the time we didn't know that it would be uh, from royalty itself. We actually have a prize now donated by... His Majesty King Knut at www.kingknut.com where you can win a t-shirt that was picked by our listeners itself. There was a poll on my little website, uh, dansiren.co.uk, to pick the best t-shirt. And the the winner was, and this is the one that I voted for, and I think Jess did as well. It says, according to Dan, I'm not a mad Knut. Very simple, to the point, and extremely exclusive. And that is the prize from last week. We do have a winner, and our winner is Jake from Madison in Wisconsin. Am I saying that correctly, Jess? You are indeed. Can you say it as you said it earlier on? Wisconsin. (laughs) There we go. It sounds better. It sounds a lot more (laughs) honest when you say it like that. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Okay. Uh, Now, Jake's gone to some great lengths, and this is probably the reason why we've decided to give the prize uh, to Jake rather than the quality of his answer. It's the amount of effort that he's put into it. Uh, Apologies for any sweary Mary's effing and jeffing that goes on in here, but this is Jake's words, not ours. Dear Paula... Of course, we should recap what the problem with Paula was. Well, one of the many problems I'm sure Paula has. It was, uh, why do I like bad boys? Something like that. Something along those lines. Why do I like bad boys? Now, Jake says, dear Paula, I think the first question you should be asking yourself is what breed of bad boy you do prefer. Is it a biker bad boy? Is it a guy who rides a Harley Davidson motorcycle? Another question to ask is if you're a bad boy biker. I'm not sure I like the alliteration going on here. <laughs> I spent £12 on pop shields here, and I think it's uh, money well spent right now. Uh, is it, if, if your bad boy bikers have long hair that's long and flowy like a teenage geni- uh, Jesus? 
I presume he has long and flowy hair, only because I think of that when I think of bad boy bikers. Jake's obviously spending a lot of time thinking about bad boy bikers. Uh, we'll ask him about that another time, I'm sure. I think of a militant-style, husky and barrel-chested, bad Santa Claus-looking man who smokes Marlboro full red-flavoured cigarettes while rocking out to ACDC tracks and revving their motors. Perhaps the heavier vibration of his muffler gets you all warm and tingly down under. Mm. How lovely is that? Uh, it goes on. In any case, if this is your man, you can be assured and guaranteed that every night you'll be smacking his bitch up like a prodigy record gone bad. And even perhaps, if you're lucky, and if you throw, uh, like to throw a bit of kink and roughness into the mix, you might just be slapped around a bit by his wanker. Oh, sorry, it's wanker. He's put wanker here. Um, I'm not really sure that he yeah. means that. Yeah, he means that. <laughs> he, he means wanker rather than wanger. Yeah. I think it, well, that's how it's, we would it's think male, is a wanger. Ma- male bits. <laughs> male appendage. Yeah. We're saying penis then, really? Yes. Yes, pretty much. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just, a, just a note to the, to the wives, Jake. A wanker is something completely different over here in the United Kingdom. Yep. Uh, but if you're hitting him with your wanker, then it's just a, a friend that you've got. Everyone's, <laughs> everyone's seriously got a wanker that just sort of hangs around. But to use them as a clubbing instrument, I think is really unfair. On the wanker. Uh, before you go to, anyway, you're going to uh, slap around a bit by his wanker before you go to sleep at night. Not to mention the occasional bruises on your body uh, from often wild and illicit drug-fueled vibrating sexual experiences which will surely cure your bad boy itch. You'd think he'd be finished there, wouldn't you? You'd Particularly, think, but well, no. may, you maybe start with a bit of punctuation, Jake. I mean, come on, give a man a chance. I've got to read this crap out. Um, we move on. Uh, on a side note, if you are in fact slapped repeatedly by his wanker, I mean, really? <laughs> uh, seek medical attention from a, a licensed eye practitioner afterwards, as pink eye where's he getting slapped by somebody's wanker? Uh, as pink eye is often a common side effect and has the potential to be severely contagious and I'm going to add in this, litigious no doubt as well. Uh, that's from Jake in Madison, Wisconsin. Thank you so much for putting so much effort into that. I'm not sure about the wanker aspect of things. Uh, slang, I mean, you know there is a big ocean between the two continents. Yeah, but a wanker's a wanker the world over, let's be fair. We've all seen Jeremy Clarkson. Yeah, but what does a wanker do? Well, no, 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 technically it would be a wanked because it is the wanker that does the wanking. So it would be the tool that had been... You would say, but hey, you know, he's from Wisconsin. Fair enough. Uh, right, so uh, Jake, for that, for the effort that's gone into that, you win yourself a fantastic T-shirt from Kinknut, as picked by uh, a random bunch of people on the internet. I mean, what more can you say than that? Well done. We've had some feedback from the first podcast, and the, the main complaint was that I spoke too quickly. So uh, I'm going to try, and try, I'm not promising anything, but I'm going to try <laughs> and see if I can speak a little more slowly. It doesn't come naturally, though. We know. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It sounds stupid now. Yeah, yeah. so we'll know. <laughs> well, in order for, for us to set a pace, we'd better go with somebody who speaks more slowly to begin with. So, Jess, do you want to give us our first problem of the evening? All right. The first problem was sent in by Bryony Bubble. Mm, nice name there, kid. Dear Dan, I've noticed that I accumulate boring people on Twitter or spammy nuisances. What am I doing wrong? Where are all the people with exciting lives? Do you BB. think? Sorry. Do you, do you think that the Bryony Bubble is a, a play on words? A Bryony Bubble, a salty bubble? No. No. Is it just me that's getting some kind of semen-related joke there? Yes. Yes. Fair enough. Uh, we'll leave it there. <laughs> I think that's safe. So what is the problem with Briny? Um, better mentioned, we've also got an extra expert in the room. That's Loki the dog again. Uh, welcome to him. He's, going, he's listening very intently. Uh, might be more to do with the pizza than to do with the problems themselves. First of all, Twitter. 
Are you a Twitter user, Mark? I'm not, so I don't really follow it, so I'm very uneducated in this part, but I'll give him a two-penneth. I didn't expect anything less. Cool. Jess, you are a Twitter user. Yes, I am. I am a Twitter user. To explain to Mark and to anybody who doesn't use Twitter what it's all about. It's just about chit-chat and talking and posting status updates in 140 characters or less. Thank you. There's the first input from Loki. Uh, it's not all about Stephen Fry's breakfast, is it? Only sometimes. Yeah, no, there's a bunch of celebrities on there who will just post random stuff. You never really know it's, if it's them or it's not them. It's hard to tell. They do pay people to actually do their Twitter feeds for them. Yeah, and then it's not really them. It's also quite unfortunate, really, because you don't... I wouldn't trust anybody else to write down... Because uh, you, you are ultimately responsible um, it's for, your what, name. for what these people are right. Yeah, it is their name on it, so you have to wonder, unless it's just like a random, you know, kind of... I'm at the shopping centre. Uh, yeah, you know, what's coming up, what they're doing, rather than their actual comments on things. But the commentary is the fun part. And just people talk about anything and everything. And you can follow them, you can not follow them. And that's how it goes. Well, you do pick you think, and choose. Do you think they try and big their lives up then? To make them sound interesting, these people that tweet or whatever you call it? Some of them, yeah. I'm sure some of them. Maybe not the celebrities so much. Well, not the respectable ones, at least. So with this briny bubble then... Obviously, she got a load of boring people following her. Is that right? Yeah. Well, yeah. so right. So well, I don't know. Maybe she's fairly interesting, but all her followers are boring people. I find that very hard to believe. Although saying that, if they're on the computers all day following her and twittering, is that right? Yes. Yeah. Then yeah, maybe they are boring people. I don't know. Just boring follow boring. My problem with this is that she's accumulated boring people, which means boring people have followed her. But then she's followed them back. You have to follow somebody to read their stuff. And that's the only way to know they're boring. She either is boring to attract them in the first place, or the fact that she's following these people back encourages the boring people. Yeah. And she's as boring as they are. If not more boring, because she's following them back. Yeah. You know, the, the spammy thing, you know, it's really simple. Unfollow or block. Now, you can get spammed. If you mention spam on Twitter, you will get the spam bot that comes in and spams you. You will get spam bots, but you can report them and block them and then you only ever see one thing from them and they never, never tweet you again. So the issue for uh, Bryony Bubble in this case is, um, really, you are probably extremely boring yourself. That's what I'm thinking. I'm quite uneducated in this, but I think she is very boring. Don't put yourself down. Never put yourself down, yeah. Mark. You are educated in, in all matters. Just That's how you qualified yeah. to become an unqualified life coach. Oh, right. Uh, thank you very much. Um, yeah, I, I think that answers the what am I doing wrong part, is she is following the wrong people. How does she get out of this? I think she needs just to stop Twittering at the moment, go out, get a life, become more interesting, and then go back on Twitter... And then start posting stuff that's more interesting. She sounds like she's just a boring life. She's always on the computer, twittering and retweeting. Is that that's what I've heard? Yeah, don't you pretend you don't know what it is? I, I hear that all is, this that stuff. That is a term, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, so she's all doing this, but it sounds like she's on the computer 24-7. So that's no life. Sorry to all those computer nerds out there, but that's no You're life. You're not making any extra friends by adding the word nerd. I'm it? not here to make friends. <laughs> Uh, Right, so she's boring, and uh, you're suggesting she goes out and does other interesting stuff. Any suggestions of the interesting stuff that she could be doing? Are you talking go to theme parks, go to the shopping centre? I had a job. Skydiving. Skydiving's good. I've done that. It's brilliant. Bungee jumping. Yeah, I've done that too. Why would you jump out of a completely, perfectly serviceable airplane? 
I concur for fixing them. I don't know why you would. So it is really exciting, and exhilarating, I, especially when you hung I've on. I've done it. Oh, you have. I've done it. Yeah. So and scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Hurtling down to earth, approaching terminal velocity with a bit of silk to stop your fall. Really? You, I'm you, taking really? It, I'm, I'm gathering you're not you're not much of a fan here. No. But yeah. yeah, she needs to go out and start doing things so she gets but, an but interesting life. We, we've all we just argued about at the moment. We anything picked, we picked one skydiving, and we're arguing about that now. She could be tweeting as she's falling. Well, that's true. Um, you know, you can take a video on your phone as you're going down and post the video. And maybe then she would get some more exciting followers. But how often would you see somebody else's video on Facebook, YouTube, whatever it might be, and actually take the time to look at it? Unless somebody else says, this ends in a horrific disaster of crushed, smashed bones on a piece of tarmac somewhere near Boston Spa. That would solve all the problems. It solved my problem. We won't have to deal with this crap. Yeah, well, you know, if Twitter is boring for you, get off the Twitter. It's your own fault. Okay, well, uh, well, look, to be honest, if she's even going down to the supermarket, that's going to be more interesting than what she's doing here, stuck on on the computer 24-7. So she just needs to go out, cinema, obviously, that would be a great thing to do. She can talk about films, or she can go to discotheques, if they have them (laughs) nowadays. You're like a 1970s dating brochure right now. (laughs) Uh, Just going on holiday to Ibiza or something. Do something interesting. All the things you've mentioned, cinema, discotheques, Ibiza, it all revolves around meeting somebody and having sex. So maybe she just, she just... Just be getting laid. She needs more. to get laid. Oh, yeah, there you go. That's good. That could be yeah, a problem. That and she's s- not doing it because she's on Twitter twenty four seven. That might solve every problem. So the final part of this problem was: where are all the interesting people? They're the getting laid. Use? They're all they're all getting laid and reading your Twitter feed, Bryony, as they're getting laid. Yeah. Well, but she's saying that they're boring. Yeah. No, no. She's saying the people who are following her are boring. Oh, where right. are all the interesting people with exciting lives? Um, they're all in bed. They're all yeah. In bed. Getting laid. Get all some in, action. Yeah. 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 I think it's problem solved. Yeah, problem solved. Problem solved. Get yourself laid, love. So, Bryony... So, Bryony... I can't even say it now. So that's that problem solved. And let's move on to our second problem of the evening, and this one comes in from Jackie. Mark, would you like to take on Jackie? Will do. Dear Dan, I work in a small village school, and while I enjoy the work, there is one thing that really gets to me on a daily basis. The caretaker. He's rude, miserable, and a grumpy git, Between monitoring the paper towel and toilet roll usage to shouting at me if I put crumbs on the floor, I am finding it very difficult to cope. I've tried to approach him on several occasions, but he just tells me to get squashed and that I'm not right in Ted, if that's how you say it. Recently, I overheard him telling a work colleague that I have a weekend job in a garden centre, sitting on a mushroom with a fishing rod in my hand. I was so upset as my mother always told me small was cute. Any advice you can give me will be greatly appreciated. Jackie. Well, I think we dealt with a lot of the uh, small issues last time out uh, yeah. with Wayne. Um, so what do you see as the issues here, Jess? She's, she's dirty? I, I mean, aren't caretakers supposed to be miserable? Just and come back grouchy? to the she's dirty bit. <laughs> well, she, she, of the whole problem there, you've picked out she's dirty. <laughs> she puts crumbs on the floor. Ah, right. She's right. spilling. Uh, and she admits to it. I mean, if I were a caretaker responsible for cleaning and somebody was just haphazardly throwing crumbs on the floor, I'd probably be miserable too. It's interesting that she's put, uh, put she puts crumbs on the floor. Not drops. Not accidentally leaves. Puts. She puts them She's there. trapping him. Yeah. This is an entrapment uh, procedure. I mean, she is purposely pissing him off. And, well, you should never piss off the caretaker because they are born pissed off. Yeah, I mean, I thought they were supposed to be grouchy people. 
So I don't understand why she's upset that he's grouchy. Well, let's go to the, the description uh, that she opens up with. He's rude, miserable, and a grumpy git. That's just par for the course, then. Yeah, I mean, I don't really see a problem with that. I mean, he is who he is, I suppose. If you had a caretaker that actually liked people... I'd or be scared. Ch- or children specifically, uh, you'd be in a bad state of affairs. No, they're not supposed to like kids. I mean, you don't want a caretaker who likes children, do you? Um, I'm trying to think what the caretaker was like at Oscar. We never really saw him. Yeah, you but don't... then again, we never saw any evidence that he cleaned anything either. <laughs> you, but you don't want one that likes children. <laughs> oh, I see where you're going now. Freddy Krueger. Was he a caretaker? Yeah, I think so. Was he yeah, a caretaker? I don't remember. I was laughing too much through that one. Yeah, it was, it was the caretaker. kind of funny, really. Freddy Krueger was the caretaker? Yep. Right. Okay. Bad, bad accident fires and all sorts. But but anyway, I'd, I'm I'm guessing that this particular caretaker is not... Freddy Krueger. Well, Jackie says that he's rude, miserable, grumpy, and she has a problem with that. We'll come to... Uh, I think we can all safely say that that is what caretakers are like, no matter yeah. the world over. I'm quite confident this is not Freddy Krueger, just because of his accent. I uh, think yeah, he comes do, from Yorkshire. How do you pronounce that not not right in... I'm presuming in, it means the head? Well, well, I would agree. Mark's probably probably got hit the nail on the head there, and that he sounds like he could well be from, from Yorkshire. I know some people from Yorkshire who say, get squashed, and uh, he's not right in Ted. That's how he'd say it. Right, to give it, okay. to give it. The, I'm from Yorkshire myself, although I've lost a lot of my accent. Uh, I would say it's in right in Ed. So actually, she didn't re- need to write. He's rude, miserable, and grumpy. He, she could have just wrote, "He's a Yorkshireman." Is that right? Yeah, thanks. Yeah, cool. Yeah. So I he's thought... a Yorkshireman, and between monitoring the paper towel, so you just know he's naturally grumpy and uh, miserable uh, and rude. Are you free for next week's podcast? Uh, no. It's really a shame that next. Uh... <laughs> right. So was, you're, all, according to Mark, all Yorkshire people are, are rude, grumpy, uh, and miserable, and nasty, and things like that. Uh, I think I've I... only really met one person from Yorkshire, and yeah, I, I'll have to agree <laughs> with that one there. <laughs> oh, you are revolting. Uh, in more ways than one. Right, so uh, Yorkshire people are all grumpy. We'll, we'll we'll go with that. We'll go with the stereotype that doesn't actually fit. Uh, we don't have whippets. We don't all have pigeons. Although, uh, and I, you're wearing a flat cap now. I I, I, I I have actually got a flat cap. Yeah. I, had, I had one as a boy as well. I have two. You're American and you've got flat caps, so uh... it's not a flat cap thing. I mean, yeah. Are you related to any uh, Yorkshiremen? Distantly. There you go. <laughs> very, very, very distantly. Yeah. I ain't got no whippets. You can tell that because she wouldn't pay for the pizza earlier either. <gasps> anyway, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, right, so um, she recently She's... overheard this grumpy caretaker. Sorry, what? She's small as well. <clears throat> so I don't know whether it's sort of like he thinks she's a pupil or something like that because uh, obviously oh. he doesn't like kids. kids. That... So if she's short and he thinks her she's a pupil, he's going to give her grief. So maybe she just needs to grow a bit. That might explain some of the grief. You know, maybe the paper towel usage. Yeah, what is that all about? I don't know. Toilet paper? I mean... Toilet paper, paper towels... I I do find the monitoring of the usage of paper towels and toilet roll a bit um, disconcerting. I'm wondering where he's got these cameras that are watching all of these things. He's just got them hidden all around the school, sits in a sweaty little office somewhere uh, near the boiler... And he's just got his cameras watching what everybody does in all of the bathrooms. I mean, is he just... It's like Sliver. It's like Sliver, but I'm a bit more down, down market. Is he just Shitter maybe... rather than Sliver. <laughs> maybe he's just whinging about having to replace it all the time. It could be. It could you be. Know. It could be that thing. And I've noticed it quite a lot. And maybe it's because I'm a grumpy old Yorkshireman. Uh, but people who don't do the simplest of things and just assume somebody else is going to do it 
really annoying. Yeah, like putting the toilet seat down. If you go to somebody's house, I'm going to make sure I do this. Afterwards. If you go to somebody's house or to their surgery, um, and they come in, and if, you, if, if somebody's there as my guest, I've no problem making them a cup of tea, a cup of coffee, whatever they want. Um, but if somebody comes there regularly, a friend of mine, and they don't wash their cup up, I go mental. That drives me crackers. In my in my office, uh, when I'm not in the actual surgery, I get people coming into my office and they'll come for a visit, they'll come sit down, just to chit-chat, pass the time, waste my time, and then leave a dirty cup left behind. Stinking the place up. And I've got to... It's, you know what it's like? If you give it a little rinse beforehand, it just takes... I think Ben Elton described it best as a little bit of fingery-wingery-woo. And it's all gone. All the, all the grime and the coffee marks have all gone. Whereas if you, if, you leave, if you leave it for a couple of hours, you get the brown ring of doom. And there's nothing you can do about that. And that just drives me crackers. I hate the brown ring of doom. Elbow oh, grease, boys. Know. Elbow grease. It's just dire, that is. So that winds you up, does it? Good to know. Yeah. So, yeah. right. Next time I'm in. So I, I kind of get the feeling here that the guy's just kind of playing with her a little bit. You know, having a laugh, get squashed. Do you think he's just taking the taking the mick? Yeah. Do you think he really is grumpy? Or do you think this caretaker thing's a big myth and they play up to it? He's a Yorkshireman. He's grumpy. You're stuck on this, aren't you? I am. You're not going to leave this alone, well, are you? I think he might be grumpy with a mild sense of humour. Okay. Definitely got a sense of humour because of the Did... quote about sitting on the mushroom and everything. So, But I think she should play on that. If she goes back to him and plays with the costume... Uh, getting dressed up in Get the, the fishing rod out, yeah, and sit there and go, look, I can play your, your own game and everything. He might ease off on her, so yeah. So if she plays it in his own game or something like that. She could hit him with the fishing rod. Yeah, it's a bit physical violence. I, I'm and happy with that. So give him a quick whack upside the head. Maybe that would work. I mean, she says she's tried to approach him. How? From behind, I would, I would guess. No, probably from below. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was she sneaking up on him and, you know, scaring him a bit? Or was she just trying to be really nice and unsure of herself and he told her to get lost? I mean, if somebody told me to get squashed, I'd tell him to go do one. Yeah, I think she needs to stand you know, up for herself a bit more. And maybe on a chair. So. <laughs> but it doesn't look like anybody else has got a problem with her because it's like the caretaker's been there for a while and everything. He's set in his way, so it looks like she's got the problem. Yeah. Um, Are so the other employees complaining about him? It doesn't look like she's the only one. It's not like all the um, employees are uh, having a problem with the caretaker. It's just her. So it looks like she's the problem. Because he's happy telling jokes about her to the other employees. Yeah. Maybe it's their fault. I'm thinking it's Jackie's fault here. I think you've got, you're definitely on something there when yeah. you say that she, maybe she should just go off and get a different job. Yeah. It doesn't actually say what she does at the school either. Like you said no. before, he might be treating her as a pupil. Maybe he doesn't know. Maybe she doesn't know what she does. Because look at the state of the grammar and the spelling in the problem. There's no capitalisation. There's no full stops. There's it? one... No, wait, two, two capitals. It's a nightmare. Yeah, it's probably uh, it's probably on her name, self-important fool. Yeah. Yeah. She could work in the canteen or she's just a dinner lady or something. Don't say just. Never what? say just. That's not fair. He's just a caretaker. Oh, it's just just a northerner. Derogatory. Just a not. I see. This is not going. She very could be well. just a language teacher. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, in a primary school, that's good. You're going. just a helicopter repairman. What do you think? How do we know it's a primary school? Oh, it's a small village school. I suppose it could be everything. Yeah. Well, bakers, swimming pool, the whole lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we saying that she should just go get another job, maybe in a garden centre or something, get in a gnome costume with a fishing rod, bring a mushroom along and everything. She'd get a job she, in a garden centre. She could center. do that. Or she could just, well, you know, suck it up. Man the fuck up. <laughs> Harden the fuck up. Harden the man up. That'll do it. Make friends with the caretaker. Harden the man up. And uh, you got the caretaker on side and inside. Uh, I think we agreed that's... Problem solved? Problem solved. Problem solved. Unfortunately, before we go into question number, problem number three, 
Um, I've got to inform you all that uh, Dr. Loki has fallen asleep and is currently drooling all over Jesse's leg. He wouldn't be the first doctor to do that, though. Uh, right, question, the problem number three. This has come in from despairing mum in the highlands of Scotland. Uh, she writes, Dear Mr. Life Coach, My daughter turned 13 a week ago. As much as we joked that she would turn into a petulant nightmare at the stroke of midnight, she actually did. Two nights ago, she, out of nowhere, started going mental at me because I, I didn't take her cat to the vets when the cat was being sick every 24 minutes. And then in brackets, she's nothing if not precise. She has completely overlooked the small detail that I was in hospital at the time. Eventually, I was so fed up with this ridiculous behaviour that I told her that if she felt so strongly that I didn't take good care of the kitty, that I would surrender her to the SSPCA and they will find a home with a more capable and caring owner. Next thing I heard was the front door going and looking to find her stomping down the street with her school bag in one hand and the cat in the other. Having told her to come back, to which she replied that she was running away. She went to my mum's, which is hardly running away. She's been there ever since. So the question is, do I sell her to the gypsies or do I sell her to the Arabs? What do you think is a good price for a horrid teenage monster who is void of any common sense? Thank you muchly, despairing mum from the Highlands. Right, who wants to go on this one? Well, I don't think she's running away very far, is she? It's just to the grandparents, for goodness sake. Can't sakes, be that so. far. No, so uh, with the cat in one hand and the school bag in the other. They don't so. like cats on the buses, do they? No, so it's just walking down the road, so it's not exactly uh, going miles away. I would say, stroppy teenager, leave her at the grandparents. Let her deal with it. Let's say, enjoy your time off. Get rid of the that little time when she's a miserable teenager from 13 for a couple of years or anything. Get her back uh, when she's got it out of the system and enjoy the rest of her life with her. You're suggesting giving away your own child for a couple of years. You just I love the way you just threw that in there. Well, if she's a grumpy old teenager or grumpy young teenager, yeah, just get rid of her. Guys, you don't need the hassle, do you? <laughs> you Leave do her. Obviously, the grandparents probably had to deal with it um, when you were a teenager, when Jackie, uh, Jackie was it? No, no, this is no. a despairing mum. Or just despairing mum was a teenager. So, um, I think yeah, she knows how to deal with it. So <laughs> let's let her deal with it with the teenager. Some grandparents have done their bit, surely, already. They don't want all this kind of crap all over again. Well, the grandparent hadn't sent her back, so that she's more than happy to look after it. And to be honest, the grandparents spoil them anyway, so they're happy to have the teenagers there. Is that going to make it better? Easier. I wouldn't say it's better. Well, what happens in two years when you get the teenager back who's been spoiled for two years? And he's now pregnant and a drug addict. What about that then, Mark? What, what about them, then, Mark? You haven't thought about that. Too much freedom, you see. All right. What, from the grandparents? Are you saying the bad grandparents, then? I'm not, saying, I'm not suggesting they are the ones that are, are giving the drugs to the 13-year-old child. And I don't know. It, you don't nothing about it. She's more concerned about a cat than going out and doing drugs and uh, getting pregnant and everything like that. I don't know. I was just kind of wondering here why she wanted to give her daughter to the SSPCA. Now, let's just clarify what the SSPCA is. Well, it's, I'm presuming it's the Scottish Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. And we're... Well, it's probably the best place for a real shitty 13-year-old girl. Well, I suppose you could give both the girl and the cat to the SSPCA. Maybe, you know, she could work in the cattery... Two for one. ...in the kennels. It's a deal. It's like Tesco's. You know. Get rid of them both. But then there's the idea of giving the child away or letting the child stay at, at Granny's. But, but she wanted to sell her. Why would you give something away that you could sell for a good price? <laughs> the value of a child selling into a, a gypsy or an Arab. Yeah. I don't know. What is the value? I mean, that is one of the questions. I mean, can you put a price on a horrid, stroppy 13-year-old child? Can we just uh, draw attention to the fact that you're overlooking 
the potential racist remarks in uh, selling them to gypsies now as if they are in the market to buy children. Maybe they are. Who knows? Oh, you can't just say it, that. It's an equal opportunity world, you know. I mean, it's you could try to sell her to the gypsies. There's no saying that they'd take her. <laughs> I think everyone, well, at some point when you've been on a holiday, uh, and I've had two girlfriends in the past now um, that have... Is that all? Some, uh, yes, just the two. Right. Uh, somehow bragged when they got back that... Um, a man wanted to buy them for so many camels. It's obviously a standard line that they use when you go on a holiday. And they say, oh, your wife, your wife is very beautiful, very beautiful. Uh, three camels and a sheep and a goat and that sort of thing. It's a standard line, but all, to see the, the women come back saying, yeah, well, really, wanted to buy me for a camel or two. Two? No, they wouldn't. I mean, though. come on. Two's nothing. You'd want at least six or seven. What would you do with the... Uh, that many wives, though, if you're in the market for... Camels. Oh, sorry, sorry, I'm with you now, I'm with you now. <laughs> right, okay. I mean, I mean, the strappy teenager might only be worth one or two camels. Maybe a goat. It's hard to put a value on these things. Yeah, and I suppose, to be honest, that the prison sentence for selling your child wouldn't really be worth the payback. I mean, why sell them to gypsies? You're not going to get a lot of money for selling them to gypsies. Arabs, I can understand, you'll get quite a pretty penny for... Well, he- You've seen some of those dresses and the, the, the carriages and all the stuff that the gypsies oh, do. Oh, you know? let's I mean, not They must have there. money for that. Is it okay to... I was going to interrupt it. Is it okay to refer to people as gypsies? I don't actually know what, I the, have what the acceptable no term idea. is, whether it is uh, travelling people, Romany. I don't know what the, I don't know what the acceptable well, term is. I don't is. think you can call them travellers anymore because they don't bloody go anywhere. So. <laughs> That's true. I just think gypsies, yeah. Everyone knows if you say with a They gypsies. could be listening. Do you realise the kind of problems you're causing for yourself by uh, abusing g- gypsies in your, in your own turn there? Why? We're because just... say, they're gonna listen to, everyone's going to listen to this podcast and they're going to listen to that and they'll probably come hunting you down and tarmac you. In their X5 tarmac, and stuff like you'll that. You'll be under the tarmac yeah. before you know it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we are just... Just be a hand poking up somewhere, like a, a big stop sign at the end of somebody's <laughs> drive. But I'm there. He had to go at the gypsies. That's what happened to him. Sorry, Jess, you were saying. Well, I mean, it is just speculation. The gypsies might not want the kid. The gypsies might be just downright good people who don't go around buying children exactly. or burying people under tarmac. Exactly. So I wonder why they've been brought into this. It's it's not us. It's the mum in the Highlands who's suggesting that the gypsies and the Arabs might buy a child. It's not our fault. No, she's she's the one that's put that forward. She's asked gypsies. us. I mean, I, I sell her to the circus. So sell her to yeah. that grumpy old. Oh, teenager. now he's having to go at the circus as well. Damn right. Or are they travellers as well? Oh, don't get me started. Oh, let's not go down there. No, but. Yeah, I mean, she just wants to get rid of her, doesn't she? So she wants to make some money out of her. Well, actually, you know, the fact she's taken the time to write to uh, some kind of uh, life coach, internet life coach, means that she's not trying to get rid of her. She cares. The, the mum, obviously, she's asking the question, uh, shall I send them to gypsies or to Arabs, um, or anybody else for that matter? But the fact that she's bothering to write to us shows that she does care. So we've got to fix I, the relationship somehow. I, no, I don't think she is. She's not asking, how do I get her back? How do I win her over? She's asking, how much am I going to get for her? That's all she's bothered about. She's just after some uh, I mean, does she silver want to cross her palm. Well, I mean, at the end of the day, does she want to be a mom? Or does she still want the kid? That's very deep. I mean, if she doesn't want the kid, sure, fine. You know, let the kid stay with grannies. Or just let it go wild. Give, give her Keep the, the cat, but let the, ki- let the child run off. You know, give the kid to the SSPCA, sell the kid to wh- whoever's buying. I mean, if you don't want a kid, well, you shouldn't have had one, but we won't go into that. I think to question whether she wants to be a mum or not is a little bit harsh, to be honest with you. She wants to sell her child. Yeah, but this is a 13-year-old child who's being an absolute shit. Who's being lazy shit at, the, the, at that. But that's what 13-year-olds do. But exactly, so you should expect well, that. most of them. Because she, she was a 13-year-old shit at some point. 
I was a 13-year-old shit. My... I was and I was a 17-year shit. You were a 17-year shit or a 17-year-old shit? I was as far as I'm concerned, the shit is still ongoing now, Sunshine. I was lovely as a child. <clears throat> if I asked your mum, would she agree with that? Uh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> right, so what about the fact that our despairing mum from the Highlands was in hospital at the time? Surely a 13-year-old is old enough and mature enough to be able to help out the mum. While she's in hospital. Doesn't say why she's in hospital. She's probably after she's had this horror bag, she's probably out there getting herself what's the word? Neutered? No, that's cats, isn't it? Boy cats, yeah. Can girl Bo- boy cats are neutered. Girl cats aren't neutered. What happens to girl cats? They're spayed. Spayed. Okay, getting hit with a spade then. Maybe the mum's in the hospital getting hit with a spade to make sure she can't have any more thirteen year old shit bags. It doesn't really matter, I mean, to blow your lid because your cat's sick and your mum's in hospital and can't take care of the cat. It's kind of uncalled for, but she's 13. They're irresponsible at 13. Responsible enough to take the school bag with them, though. And just grab the cat. What, did she scruff the cat? Oh, that's it. I'm running away. I'm so upset. I'm terribly upset. I'm running away. I hate you. I hate you all, but I'm not going to make sure my grades don't suffer. It doesn't happen. That doesn't happen in real life. Well, we don't know what was in her school bag. Drugs. Maybe. Drugs and pornography and condoms, probably. that's just where her cell phone was. God. 13-year-olds, yes. I hope not, because I've got a 13-year-old, so I hope it's not going to have drugs and pornography and everything like that. No, I don't know. Let's not go down that if route, she was remotely, They're in his friend's bag, Wayne. Yeah. Watch it. <laughs> if she were remotely clever, she would have put the cat in the school bag to keep the cat quiet instead of just holding a cat. Or yeah. put the cat in a bin bag and chuck off a bridge. No. That would quiet it down, wouldn't it? Yeah. There'd be no problems there. <laughs> so the problem's completely solved. By getting rid of the cat. Could be. It seems but... a bit harsh, considering all of these things have happened, with the mum in the hospital, uh, the 13-year-old running away, she's gone to live with the grandparents for a few days, we don't know how far it is, the responsibility involved, the fact that she's probably got an 18-year-old boyfriend with a green cortina, um, who's picking her up from school, that kind of thing. All those things that could have happened to a 13-year-old, and you're saying, blame the, the poor little cat in all well, this. Who's being sick? Let's never forget that the cat's ill. Yeah, it's a poorly cat, and he's got a poorly mum, and like I say, she's more concerned about the poorly cat than the poorly mum, so... Obviously, there must have been a breakdown in between the relationship between the mother and daughter there. Uh, whether that can be ever retrieved or not is another matter. It doesn't look like, from what she's writing, that she wants to retrieve it. And that's just really sad that she doesn't yeah. want to. She just wants to, to sell the kid. Yes. So She needs to go back and get the kid and drag the kid back home. She needs to be and a teach... Make sure it's clean, then you get more for it when you sell it. <laughs> no, teach Could the be. kid proper respect. Teach the kid... You know, the things you teach strawberry 13-year-olds. I, you know? I have absolutely... You're looking at me as if I had an answer that. I've got no idea you know, what you should be teaching. Make, make them do the dishes. Make them do the laundry. Teach them how to run the vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Give them chores. Yeah. You know, teach them how to be responsible adults. That's what you do to teenagers. You don't let them run away. Jess, when... Jess, are you sure you weren't <laughs> born in a Dickens era? <laughs> <laughs> Running the vacuum cleaner is not Dickensian torture. Sorry. <laughs> it's, it's a vacuum cleaner. It doesn't bite, you know... We're not asking her to sweep the floor by hand. You know, we're not North Korea. Oof. Oh, she's almost topical there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, you know, so I think her problem is to, to an extent that she's not being a mom. Okay, yes, she was in hospital. Yes, you can be upset that the kid threw a tantrum while you were in the hospital. So you let the kid get away with it? 
If you're in the hospital, yes. Afterwards. That's the time. The two times that you look forward to as a child. One is when your parents go on holiday, and the other is right. when they go in hospital, yeah. possibly to be spayed. That's what, <laughs> you, look, that's what you look forward to. Well, right. kind of. All oh, right. Well, okay. Get a house to yourself. You get to eat soup and everything without having to eat at the table. Eat soup. Right yeah. out. Right well, out. I, t- I wish I lived with you. <laughs> <laughs> you were rock and roll, oh, weren't yeah. you? You're not <laughs> the only one who wants to live with me. So <laughs> hey. Oh yeah. We had macaroni and cheese. You know, come on. <laughs> but I mean, she needs to just drag the kid home and. Tell her what for. You know, you get in trouble when you do that. I think she she's showing get to run away. some responsibility because she is looking after the cat. She hadn't just gone, I'm going to Grant's house or whatever. I'm just buggering off or anything. She's taken the cat. She's taken the book. So she's so showing some responsibility. But there's just no love between, between the parent and the kids. So um, that's what's got to be brought back. She has to be a parent as well. I agree with Jess. She has to actually um, grip her. Make her do chores and make her responsibility. Gripper. Gripper. <laughs> Gripper. By the, by the hair, by the collar or anything. Drag her by the ear. I can't believe you're actually taking this problem quite so seriously. It feels like we're actually giving proper advice for once. Yeah, but she wants to sell him, so we're telling her not what she should really do. But she's Gripper, but... I mean, um, we, we can't really encourage her to sell... I mean, that's just like... Isn't that a felony? Well, it I is, mean, but also you're not going to get the best value at 13. No, I mean, 13... I would think that's... 13, well, 13s, you, can, you know, at that age, they've still got the kind of... They're still kind of ugly. Gangly and... Yeah. They've still got that element of child which nobody likes, and not quite adult, which is kind of useful. So what age would be a good age to sell? 21. That's not a child, is it? Well, it kind of is. Why? You still can be in some form of school. 14. 14's okay. Four. So she's got another year. So, all right, just wait a year then. Bring her back. Groom. <laughs> Hang on a minute. What? Are we grooming <laughs> now? Are we? <laughs> <laughs> 14's okay. You're, yes. Yeah, I think Jess is treading on thin ice there. No, well, no, as no, many no. of her fellow countrymen have been, particularly of the rock singer variety. But we'll move straight on from that. Well, let's look at what, what is really causing the problem here. Well, we've got a problem with. Um, the, mo- the-, the mum's in hospital, so she's not there. That's a problem. Uh, the cat's been sick. That's a problem. And the, uh, the the teenager is looking after the cat, and she's not doing it. She can't do it properly. She's not choosing not to do it properly, and she's blaming the mum. That's basically it. So and what she- is the problem? And it's- then she ran away with the cat. Yes. It's got to be the cat, then. It's got to be the cat. So the cat's involved in all of the bad stuff. Yeah, so... If the cat wasn't there, there'd be there no- would be no problem. There'd be no problem. So that part of the giving the cat to the SSPCA, man, you know, yeah. yeah. Leave it. Leave it there, get rid of the cat, and there'll be no problem. Despairing mum in the Highlands, the, the problem's very simple. She had it right to begin with. Get rid of the cat. Get, get rid, rid of the, the cat. cat. Before I press this bell. Um, <laughs> that's not going to help, is it? Because the kid's going to be pissed off she's got rid of the cat. <laughs> Should we just ignore that and press the bell? Yes. Right, fair enough. Problem solved. Now that we've solved everybody else's problems, I think it's time for the listeners to help solve a problem themselves and win themselves an exclusively designed T-shirt from King Canut. The design was selected by readers of my website, dansiren.co.uk, and the winning text in the poll was, according to Dan, I'm not a mad knut. And according to Dan, I'm not a mad knut. Uh, If you want to win one of those T-shirts, there is a picture on the website, there is a picture on the podcast as well. Um, All you need to do is help Nicola with her problem. Who wants to read Nicola's problem? I'll read Nicola's problem. Dan, I have recently found a great deal of constraint in working with friends. We have a great system set up. It's just for the past wee while, I have seen that they are not pulling their weight. I do not like confrontation, so should I stay quiet or say something? If you think you can help Nicola along the way to some form of resolution with her nasty colleagues, uh, just need to send an email, uh, including the subject line, 
what was what were we having in the subject line this week? Dickhead friends. Dickhead friends. Dickhead friends. If you want to put dickhead friends in your email and send it to Dan Life Coach, all one word, Dan Life Coach at gmail.com. Uh, you could win yourself one of the His Majesty's finest t-shirts. Also the same address if you have any problems that you'd like some help with. Uh, if you'd like my special team of hand-picked experts to help solve your problems. Same address. DanLifeCoach at gmail.com. Are we done? We're done. We're done. Right, did that work? And now that's all that I can get on with my life I see the road ahead, it's free from all that strife That is a tightwad, but he's a thoughtwad, one's wrong Yeah, he's from Yorkshire, he won't pay me for this unpredictable but in the end he's wise if he doesn't know the end